Welcome to River Roundtable with Pastor Lou Wooten, Pastor Andrew Perkins, and special guest, retired Lieutenant Colonel Dole Pulowski, where we dive into the currents of the modern world and equip people with the truth that sets us free. Anyways, hey, glad you could join us today at a River Roundtable, and um, I'm Pastor Lou, like I said, and I'm not here with anybody else today that we make it in today. And um, so you get me for the full hour. Well, welcome to uh, KSLM. It's uh, 12.20 a.m., 24.3 FM, KSLM.news, and you can also go to the River uh, nw.com, find information there. I believe that we are on uh, Facebook today and YouTube. also Rumble. YouTube. 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 Huh? Just, oh, we're on YouTube? Yeah. Just YouTube. River Roundtable, Round Table, YouTube, River Roundtable, Facebook. Just, yeah. just YouTube. Just YouTube. Just YouTube. We'll, we'll, we'll share it. We're going to share the link. That we're <clears> on YouTube today. What's funny is, is that we can stay on YouTube on this channel, but as soon as we do anything at the church, they want to shut us off. We've been banned now. Uh, we'll be banned on YouTube for the church till February 9th. For stuff that was done uh, without being public. Fantastic. Anyways, um, glad you could join us today. We have uh, several things that are going on uh, nationally and then also locally uh, that I'm going to bring up. Um, but I am going to bring up that the Word of God says to do no evil to other people with evil, but only do good. And to do good, people go, well, what is that, and why is it that you would bring that up? I bring it up because uh, we're not to be the ones that are screaming and shouting. We need to be a little bit more organized. If we want to see a change in the elections, the upcoming elections, uh, we have school board that is coming up, and there's like, I don't know, three empty slots uh, in the Salem-Kaiser school board. There's three empty slots. So if you have been one of those bid advocates that out there that says, you know, I don't like what's been going on, and you're a keyboard warrior, and you want to make some changes, then do that. I, I'm not going to run for an office of any kind because I'm already elected as a pastor, and um, I don't believe I'm called do other things other than this right here, taking a stand, for those that are unable to take a stand or those that are unwilling to take a stand. And so anyways, we have the school board, we have a city council um, that is coming up, and you can get involved. Um, you know, there's a um, poll taken that uh, in Oregon. What would you think, gentlemen that are behind here? We got, you know, our, our crew here. Let me ask you. 
let me ask you to see how you're on. You can turn yourself on too if you want. But I'm going to ask you a question. What do you believe? Do you believe that liberals outnumber Republicans? Like right now in the country? No, in the state of Oregon. Oh, in the state of Oregon? Yeah. Do you believe that liberals outnumber Republicans? No, I personally don't believe that. I don't believe that. In the state of Oregon? No. No. I think there's more Republicans here. Actually, there's 1.1 million registered Democrats. There's 1.3 million registered Republicans. And then people go, well, how come we lost the election? Because 142,000 Republicans didn't vote. Didn't vote. Mm-hmm. So, and she only lost the election by 45,000. Everybody goes, well, you know, shenanigans. Well, you know what? If you don't like the shenanigans, then be an outnumbered. Uh, listen, if you put in the numbers to such a way that they can't, and this way it is. Well, mail in elections. Well, whatever. It comes down to us becoming mobilized and more united instead of divided as Republicans. Conservatives tend to be more divided because we're conservative. We hold back on our finances. We hold back in our time. We hold back in everything because we're conservative. Um, you know, we're liberals. Just, you know, fly off of the newest thing that comes along, like skinny jeans. <laughs> I knew I'd get a response like No, they just it's it's like a fashion statement. Right now it's popular and because of TikTok and all the things that are out there, everybody thinks it's just popular to do that. And so um someone says here that they hear somebody on I hear someone on KSLM but do not see live. I don't know. We are live. Huh? We're live. We're live. We're live on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, you can hear someone on KSLM? Well, that's good. I don't know. Do we have a way of tuning in to be able to find out what's going on with KSLM? Yeah. Everything good? We're working on it. Yeah, I haven't heard it. We haven't heard anything. So we're good. I'm just going to keep on going off. Curtis Grubbs messaged me and said it's very muffled also. So anyways, we have these things that are going on, and it is important that we stay informed of what's happening, not just informed so that we can yell about it on social media, but to make a difference, to be mobilized and to get behind one another. I, I, th- I thought I saw a great effort in this last election of people getting behind and being a little bit more active than what they ever have before, but we've got to be even more um, active than what we have. There's got to be there's got to be a uniting of things. I know uh, that um, the chair seat of the Marion County Republican Party, uh, which is Joel Pulaski, um, mm-hmm. is really wanting to not be a social club, but really wanting to be active in uh, legislation, active in the things that are going on. Uh, speaking of legislation, this is the long session that they're having right now. 
Guess what they want to do, the Dems want to do to businesses? Make a guess. Tax more. They want to raise taxes for businesses by 31%. Oh, wow. 31%. Crazy. So we'd be sitting right at about 80% tax for businesses. Oh, Isn't that amazing? That would be fantastic. That would do so much for our economy. <laughs> then you have Tina Kotek on KTAU. She says she is going to spend $130 million on 1,200 homeless people. 1,200. How many homeless people do you think there are in Oregon? Can somebody look that up real quick? Look up how many is uh, homeless in Oregon. And she wants to spend $1.3 million or $130 million on homeless. What did that work out to? I can't remember what that worked out to. 108000 Huh? $108,000 per yeah, person. Yeah, like $108,000 a person or something like that. More than like I've ever been paid working multiple jobs. What's that? That's more than I've ever been paid working multiple jobs. So for <laughs> year. So it doesn't give me a definite number of how many homeless, but it says there's 35 homeless people to every 10,000 people in Oregon. So every 10,000 people, there's 35 homeless people. Yes. So there's 4.2 million people in Oregon. So do that. About 14,000 homeless people, she's going to help out 1,200. Not even 10%. She's going to help out at, with $108,000 per person. I don't know how much you make in a year that you can live off of. We're the third worst for homelessness. Yeah, we're the third worst in the nation for homelessness. The only two above us are Hawaii. And, uh, and so the, the issue here is not homelessness. The, the issue here is, is there's actually a whole article, and I think we have that, don't we? Don't we have that video? Mm-hmm on um, the person that's uh, homeless here. Mm -hmm. um, let's, let's pull that video up. Can we pull that video up? Oh, and plan uh, your day with Kitchen here, Time here Saver is, uh, Traffic. Here, featuring um, the Pemco Insurance Live Drive. Your eyes on the road before on, uh, you hit the road. Kitchen Time Saver Traffic. Sponsored by Pemco they Insurance. They are loving us to death. Video. So anyways, we're going to show a video here if you're online uh, with us, but otherwise you'll hear the it's audio a piece of, cake, of that. Really. And, I mean, that's why you probably got so many out here, because they feed you three meals a day. You, you don't have to do shit, but stay in your tent or party, or if you smoke a lot of dope, you can do that. It is the tweet that touched a nerve. Nearly 8 million views and climbing. More than a week after that clip was posted on Twitter. And tonight, only on YouTube, we're hearing from that woman who says homeless people in Portland are being loved to death. Good evening and thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Deborah Knapp. And I'm Rick Aswith. Steve Dunn is on assignment. That candid conversation shines a spotlight on Portland's homeless crisis. As K2's Angelica Thornton shows us, it's a lot more complicated than a 51-second soundbite. It's like you wake up, you go eat a blanche. Three meals a day. Go eat a blanche for lunch. You get high. Go eat dinner. You get high. And that's all you do all day long, every day. 
That was Wendy on New Year's Eve talking about life on the streets of Portland. We met her five days later in the same spot. But it comes down to it. What she originally said was, it's a piece of cake because they feed us three times a day and you can just sit and do drugs all day long. The homeless problem is is that we legalize, one of the things is that we legalized drugs. Did you know that there was an article that came out that said uh, Oregonians should be carrying, uh, what is that, um, what is it that revives them from fentanyl? Narcan. Narcan. That every Oregonian should carry Narcan because of the fentanyl overdose uh, uh, epidemic. Yeah. Every Oregon, OS, HU said every Oregonian should be carrying Narcan because of the, the issue. The issue is not the drugs. The issue is, is that there's no law to enforce it. People, you got to understand that once you remove the consequence, once you remove a consequence of something that is immoral, and you're saying, what is immoral? Something that's going to cause somebody to die. Something that's going to cause somebody to go insane. Something that's going to cause harm to other people. Like the like the soccer star that was high on fentanyl that ate the ear off of a 76-year-old man at the bus at the train station in Portland. You talk about keeping Portland weird. The EMT said that it was hard to look at because he could see the man's skull. That's how, because the guy thought he was a robot. But, you know, the problem isn't the fentanyl. The, the problem is, or the problem isn't the drugs. The problem is that we don't have enough regulations. What are you going to do? How do you regulate? How does the government regulate morality? You can't. The same thing is with all the shootings and everything else. So you got the church in Portland, the interfaith movement in Portland. You know, it's funny, they come after me. When I stand up for righteousness and I say, evil is being done. I don't believe in the vax. The vax has proven out everything that we said, and they've come out and said that it's causing heart issues, FDA, and also the CDC has come out and said it causes heart issues. It's not medical misinformation, people. It's public. They're the ones that are actually coming out and saying that it is a problem. Now, all of a sudden... You became the trial test because you agreed to getting a $50 Fred Meyer card. Mm. So you waived your rights to even sue them. You can't even sue them. Right? And so you can sue your businesses. And I warned everybody. I warned all the businesses and said, listen, you're going to force these people to take vaccines. By the way, I'm still writing religious exemptions for the vaccine. Isn't that amazing? I wrote one yesterday, a religious exemption, and um, I was just, you know, still do it. We still have a, a department here at the church that takes care of that, that whole thing. What's up, guys? Oh, I was just trying to turn on notifications for our page yeah. on, on YouTube, yeah. and I click on all, and it says request contains an invalid argument. <laughs> the request contains a mis invalid argument. argument. My argument already. So just it's already on. been blocked on YouTube. On it's not an invalid argument. I'm gonna tell you right now. It's all public. These guys are idiots. 
it's all public. Everything that I'm talking about is out there. Yeah. It's all out there. I mean, here, let's go ahead and play, go ahead and play the slide of uh, uh, Dr. Fleming. Play that. Of the three slides. That's, a, that, that, that's one of them. And then I have another one here um, from BBC where, you know, in England, they're banning the, the jab. It's not, it's not fake news. I mean, it's what I'm saying. I think it sounds bad, too, but Phil said it's good. A little radio. That's whatever. You got that? Throw that video up there. At least the audio for people to hear. Hallelujah. Mitch, talk for a second. And, and, and you know, I know that people keep texting here. Oh, you said that. Never mind. You don't have a conversation. Here we go. Didn't turn back. No, I'm just saying. I got a play on the engine. You should have needed the first time. Okay, I'll. There you go. It doesn't reverse. So the hemoglobin cell is destroyed uh, to where it can't carry the oxygen. And no wonder why people are having. But that's that's not me. That's not my opinion. That's Dr. Fleming. And then you have uh, the BBC, which I'm not going to get into that video, but you can we'll have it on our site. And we have all this stuff that is going on. It's all out there. And it's just, it's just amazing to me that, like I said, I'm still writing religious exemptions for people that don't want to take the job. And it's not given as an option. The lady yesterday said 
she didn't know it was an option. She when she went in, she was told either get the jab or lose your job. And someone said, well, you can probably get a religious exemption. And she asked the, the company, can I get a religious exemption? Yes, you can. Well, how come that's not given as an option? You're just told you have to take it or you're done, you're finished. Because the misconception is out here that the that if you don't, you're going to kill everybody, but you don't understand what is actually happening. It doesn't take away COVID. COVID is a real thing. and But we've already come up with you know, ivermectin and other things that help out with that process. I was listening to somebody last night who's a doctor who was saying that during COVID they tried to prescribe people the things that would help them and they couldn't do it. Weren't allowed. Isn't that amazing? But I'm going to go away from that for right now and move on to some other things that are going to be coming up and, um, one of the things that you can do to help fight what's going on in legislation, because they're going to do some things without your vote. But what you can do is pay attention to what is going on, like uh, Measure 2004 uh, that is coming up. Uh, you can write your legislator and just simply, you don't have to write a big dissertation of why you don't like the bill. Don't do that. Just write yes or no to a bill. Just simply email them and say yes or no, and it will be counted as a vote. Did you know that, gentlemen? Mm -mm. So get your legislator's emails, and you email in yes or no. And if you want to know what's going on, you can go to the Marion County uh, Facebook, and there is all the stuff there that is happening and what is in the bills and everything else. So there's a help there. I don't have the address for that, so I'm sure you can look it up. One day we'll be really fancy and have all that. But right now, we're just three dudes in a studio trying to figure it out. Amen. And I'm not talking about the other guys that are with me because they bailed on me today. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they have things they have to do. Responsibility. Good to have responsibility. So anyways, we have some things that are coming up here, and um, I do want to make the announcement that on uh, the day before Easter, we're going to be doing a big thing at the Capitol, um, uh, big event for Easter Sunday, or Easter, day before Easter Sunday. Uh, we will have an Easter Sunday service here at the River Church, but uh, we're going to be um, doing a big thing for the community. We're going to have a lot of giveaways uh, of electronics and uh, prizes and uh, gift cards. We're looking at uh, paying some people's electric bills and gas bills and stuff like that. I think we're even going to be giving away some gas cards, um, grocery cards, um, doing whatever we can to help the community. We love this community. We want to see it thrive. And uh, right now, you have people that are trying to destroy the community. You don't think it is. But, you know, they tried to pass the measure on uh, making it so that you couldn't slaughter animals in any way. And that means even euthanasia. Did you know that, that in, in Measure 34, I think it was, that you couldn't even euthanize your dog if it was in pain? If a dog got hit by a car on the side of the road and it was in pain, you just had to let it die. Did you know that? Mm -mm. That's what that measure they were trying to do, that all animals had to die from natural causes. You couldn't euthanize anything. You couldn't do animal husbandry. 
you, no more meat production in Oregon. And whatever meat production there was, it was regulated to the point that if you had too much meat, that had to be uh, thrown away, couldn't be sold. Isn't that amazing? And so, as a result, that didn't pass, thank God. But I wanted to get into this interfaith thing, because one of the things that irritates me the most is, and I started to talk about it, and then I got delayed, on, I got derailed, I'm sorry about that. So I'm going to go back on track here, and then we'll get into Biden and his papers, and I'll get into something else that has been brought to my attention, and I'm going to bring it up so that you can look at that also. The, um, the interfaith thing, it's amazing that when we've stood up for righteousness, and that's when I got into the whole vaccine thing and everything else, when we've stood up, we've been told that our tax exemption should be full and how horrible of a people that we are because we've stood up against tyranny and um, said, no, we're not going to lock down. People have a right to choose whether they wear a mask or not. People have a right to choose whether they get vaxxed or not. People have choices because we have a Constitution, and uh, we shouldn't change the Constitution. We should leave it as it is. And um, I've stood up several times um, with nurses who are losing their jobs. I've cried with them. I've been there for them. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the interfaith people in Portland come together and they make a bill called Measure 114. Isn't that amazing? And the left are like, these are our heroes. Well, why wasn't I with a hero then? I'm just joking. I don't really care about I'm not looking to be a hero. I'm just saying that, you know, the rules for me are not for thee. I don't, I don't get the rules. They don't, they don't apply to me. That's, that's the way they think. The rules for thee are not for me. And as a result, they do whatever they want to do. Mm -hmm. So you got this interfaith movement right now that's saying, we demand the gun control. The gun control is not going to stop violence, by the way. All it's going to do is create a vacuum for the black market of guns. True. That's what it's going to do. Yeah. Cartel, you're going to give the cartel a new stream of revenue. Fentanyl, and it doesn't matter because we don't have anything at the border, so they can just bring the guns across the border with the fentanyl and the heroin and everything else that they bring across the board. And so as a result, we can do whatever, they can do whatever they want. And the church there is saying, hey, we're behind this. What, but what about the church getting behind getting the homeless house? You give me $130 million, I'll change the atmosphere of the homelessness. I'll make it so that they have purpose and value. Uh -huh. They're not going to do that. All they're going to do is give them housing, and they're going to give them food, and they're also going to give them clean needles. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to stop them from doing drugs. Um, they're going to give them everything that they want because that's what socialism does. It creates a class that is dependent upon the government. Yep. That's what everything that they're trying to do. It's just like the January 6th committee. Well, where was the committee on May, what was it, like May 17, 2022, when they tried to break into the White House? Did you, you, you guys ever see that riot? Yeah. Where they were beating the police officers and they were throwing projectiles at the police officers, trying to break into the White House to get President Trump. But that wasn't an insurrection in any way. And the only person that died on January 6th was an unarmed woman. Right. 
Ashley Babbitt. He's the only one that died. Yeah. As a result of that. Another guy had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't beaten. They said that he was beaten with a fire extinguisher. He wasn't beaten. They celebrated the death of an officer that died like seven days after in a car accident. And they're doing everything they can to trump up everything. And the media is behind all of this. And speaking of the media, what we're going to see here is the the, uh, the debt ceiling is going to come up because they're going to make the Republicans pay for lowering the taxes for the for uh, middle class and everybody else. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen is they're going to say, we need to re- raise the debt ceiling because the government is going to go broke. Listen, the government has gone broke for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The government's been broke for a long time. That's true. Both morally and financially. Yeah. But understand what, is go- mm-hmm. what they're going to do is they're going to say, we need to raise the debt cap. Right. And then they're going to show videos. I'm letting you know what's going to come up. Then they're going to show videos of people at state parks saying, see, you can't get into the state park because of it. And then you're going to show kids that are going to be affected by the, the lunch school lunch program. These kids can't be fed because the, the debt ceiling needs to be raised. And they're going to go off of your feelings, your emotions, and your comfort. Americans love their comfort way too much, by the way. That's the reason they got away with the mask and the vax and everything else. Because we were more concerned about our comfort than we were taking a stand. Many people took a stand, and it cost them. It cost them relationships. But as a result, God came in and blessed. We were more blessed during COVID than any other time in our ministry. Not just financially, but also uh, through relationships with people. I have gained relationships with some of the greatest people I've ever known in my whole life through all of that. It's been amazing. The church there is now signing off on all kinds of liberal agendas. Uh, I don't understand. Why Why are people getting behind that, but they're not getting behind the church that says, you know, we're going to take a stand. And I'm not asking for it. I'm just saying overall. And then you wonder why churches are caving into liberal woke agenda. Because those that need to stand up, and I'm going to tell you right now, many of you need to stand up to your pastors. You need to go up to your pastor and say, listen, this woke agenda thing isn't going to work. I'm going to get in trouble. And some people don't like the stance I take. That's the beautiful thing. You can go someplace. We live in America. It's not a state-run church. Well, if they open their Bibles, they'll find... Well, know. I know that, but you, if people don't open their Bibles, bro. That's the problem. That is the problem. Yeah, it is. They don't open their Bibles. They, they, they trust the preacher that is up there with soy latte, skinny jeans, and not a bitch. Underneath blue lights and a smoke machine. That's true. With rock and roll stars that go up there and sing a song about feelings and emotions and then, you know, making people feel good. Yeah. And then, you know, and then they say that, you know, uh, Prosperity isn't from the Lord. Healing isn't from the Lord because WEF has come out and said there was one thing that stopped that stopped the uh, their whole advancement. They almost made it, and um, the, the church was in the way. So now they're they're um, recruiting preachers and denominations financially to be able to preach a woke message on uh, there is no healing, there is no hell. There is no prosperity because if you have those things in the church, you don't need the government. True. True. 
Because they want the government to be your savior, they want the government to be your healer, they want the government to be your provider. Yep. Because they're anti-God. An attack on the things of God. Yep. It's amazing how the time has gone by. By the way, we're on KSLN.com. Yeah. News. And then 104.3, double going here for some reason. And then also 12.20 a.m. You can also find us on the River Roundtable YouTube. Um, and so, anyways... Or follow the link on uh, River Roundtable Facebook. Uh, they've, they've, they've begun oh. freezing bank accounts for the unbacked uh, seizing their assets in Australia. I knew that. Yeah. I mean, you look at what's going on in other countries and you say, well, that can't come here. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, everything that I saw in the 2000s in other countries when I traveled to them and I come back and warn everybody, I'm beginning to see here. And then in Australia, or in South Africa, the same thing. Australia, when I was there, I came back warning everybody this was what's coming to the United States. They didn't believe me. And it is. And you say, what did you see? It's land reclamation where the government buys up farmland and then lets it turn back into nature again. That's what they want to do in Oregon is turn it into a state park. So they're regulating the poop out of the farming and uh, ranching and logging. I mean, there's a whole... Section. Did you know there's a whole section in Oregon that if you looked on a Google map, it's all blurred out? You know why? It's forest land that was set aside for small communities to go out and log to fund those small communities. But the federal government, it's a, and it belongs to the, the rural Oregon. And it's in the Constitution. It's in there that it is theirs to do to help fund the schools, their medical and stuff like that, because they knew they would, they would have harder access with 20 people compared to 200 people. Does that make sense? And so what has happened is, is the government said, you can't have the land, the federal government. You can't have it. But we'll send you money. Well, that's very nice of you. Thank you for sending us our own money back to us. Does anybody not realize that the money they send is the money we give them? Does anybody not realize that? And they were like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much for the money. Right. You are our heroes for helping us. Mm -hmm. It's your money. Yeah. You're the ones sending it in with your taxes. You pay taxes, and then they come back like they're the savior of the earth to help you with your money. Fantastic. And you elected them to be in there to make decisions for you that you hate. I make people mad when I say this, but you're the one that we're the ones that elected them. I didn't. I didn't vote for them. I didn't say that. We're the ones that elected them. If you don't like the way that Oregon is going to make a change, well, we are. We're turning it into Idaho. Stupid. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life. That we would annex Oregon into Idaho. I don't care how much that makes people upset. Why don't you just take a stand for your state? Hey, come on. Why don't you take a stand for the state that you live in instead of running away and make it Idaho? That's right. Why? So that you can ruin Idaho? Hey. Because that's what's going to happen. Yep. You're just going to ruin Idaho. True. All the politics from here are going to end up there. That's the agenda. The agenda is that people start self-reservating. is isn't that you turn it into If I turn it into Idaho, it's going to be much better. Really. What about loving your neighbor? What about standing up for your neighbor and helping him out in the time of need? I need your help. You take a stand for what is right. Well, we have. We've tried. 
Well, let's stop just trying and let's start doing. Yeah. Let's start being the people that, that we're called to be and take a stand. Yeah, when you're dependent on the government, I mean, this is, this is what Ronald Reagan said. The worst thing you could ever hear, the most fearful thing you could hear, is I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> the government isn't here to help you. We are called to have, make our own way. Even in the Constitution, we have the freedom to pursue happiness. We have the freedom to be able to start a business. Small businesses are the backbone. I love small businesses because they're the backbone of our society. Yeah. People are amazing. You get around a group. I was around a group of 120 businesses last night for our FBF meeting. By the way, if you're a small business and you're listening, get involved with FBF, Freedom Business Fellowship. Go to freedombusinessfellowshipnow.com. Look it up for everything there. And uh, we invite you to come. We just had an event last night, and then we'll have another one next month. But it's amazing to hear people's stories of why they started the small business that they started and that they have a passion for. And then the government wants to come in and destroy people's passion. People that have been farming for six, eight generations in Oregon, and then all of a sudden now they want to destroy that they want to destroy the generational blessing that has been there to feed us. Because what happens when you get, I want to ask everybody, what do you think happens when we get rid of all the farmland and all of the meat production in Oregon? Where are we going to get it? Government. Where's it going to come from? Oh, we're going to ship it in. Well, 2035 to getting rid of all electric, all gas-powered vehicles. By 20, what is it, 2030-something, uh, they're getting rid of all diesel in Portland. How are we going to get it shipped here? Because the trains that run don't run off of electricity, people. They run off of fuel. So the trains are not going to be allowed into Oregon. Then you're going to go out fish. Oh, we're going to go out fishing. Well, the fishing boats run off of gasoline and diesel. How are you going to go out fishing on an electric boat to go out there? How long do you think that electric boat is going to stay out there? <laughs> By the way, batteries and salt water go together really well. <laughs> Fantastic. And then what are you going to do with all the batteries? And how are you going to power all the vehicles? What's, well, we're, we're recommending that we're getting rid of the dams that produce the power. How are we going to power up all the vehicles? Well, we're going to have windmills. How many windmills are you going to have? Oh, by the way, windmills take petroleum to run. Did you know that? Do you know my Look it up. Look up out how many gallons of petroleum a windmill takes every year compared to a car. And how many windmills does it take to power up one electric vehicle, let alone your house? let alone, you know, you everything, your comfort stuff that you've got to have. Am I doing all right today, guys? You're doing great. Yeah, I think, I think Ron's trying to call in. Hold on. Someone's trying to call in? Let me see if I can take him still. We remind people that like and share the broadcast. This is me. I like and share the broadcast also. Who is this? I can't understand him. This is Ron. Hey, Ron. Yeah, I live in Fort County, but that's... You hit a lot of things, Pastor. I very much appreciate that. 
But you know what this month is? What is? This month, it's been seven years since Pastor, since uh, Leroy Finnegan got assassinated. And everything he talked about, about ranching and everything else, when they were protesting at Mahler. Yeah. You don't see my, my favorite people like Carol, or Old Pass America, and other people ain't talking about LaHoy Finnegan anymore. You know, we, and that's when I, we, I'm not trying to brag, but I was with the Central Constitution Friends Support Rally. Did you know in March six, seven years ago, we had 3,000 people at the Capitol Steps, 47 cities and the, I mean, 107 cities and 47 states to stand up for the Burleys and the Hammonds. And everybody just sort of just watched the land the wind. Yeah. You know, the Lord calls for us to take the high places and hold them until he returned. And yet, people will say numbers. They said, we've done this, we've done that. But when you get down to the businesses, when you get down to the people and in all of these counties, including Marion, Polk, 43 out of, uh, three churches out of 43 churches respond in my county to my former chairman's, uh, responses to fellowship. That's not good news. We're being taken over. We're letting the devil take over our area. We're letting these people that face Jezebel and Ahab take these things. And yet, Pastor Lou, I like the fire that you have. Pastor Jim Moore and a couple of others in the valley that stood through during the Wuhan lockdown and never forsake their sheep. You know they love you know their sheep and they protect their sheep. Thank you, know you very much, my brother. Keep doing it. You know how I know everything's going to change? Because we're here. Ow. Because we're here. Amen. Amen. Everything's going to change because we're here, brother, man. I'm going to let you know right now, God has a plan. He's going to use his people. Right. And he's going to bring about change. He does not forsake the righteous. He will uphold their hand. Moses was one man that delivered the whole nation of Israel out of Egypt. God can move in a way, in one day. And he's going to do it. And he's going to bring about deliverance. And he's going to bring about change. And there's going to be a shifting and a shaking. And everything's about to change. So hold on to the faith and know that God has a plan. And you're part of it. And we're going to see everything change. And it isn't going to be just done through the politics. Because the politics aren't going to change people's lives. All I'm doing is exposing this. The real change is going to come because people get their heart right with God. I mean, I'm sitting right now. I was an ex-addict. You got Neil behind there who's an ex-addict. You got Simon behind there who's the next addict. And then you have Kendra, who's here, who's an ex-addict. And we're all productive in our community because God has changed our lives. It wasn't a program. I'll tell you right now. That's right. God has a plan and everything. And so understand, all I'm doing is exposing what the government is doing. Just so that people can have their eyes wide open so that they can make choices on their own. The only thing that's going to change everything in our state right now is a move of God. And not some hidden behind the closet move of God. One that is seen publicly. Where people can see it. That's why we do our outreaches. That's the reason right now, out on the street right now, there's probably 30, 40 people that are, yeah. I'm I'm, going to go ahead and let you go here, and I'm just going to make some comments. But we have like 30, 40 people out on the street right now that are sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come on. Out on the streets of Salem. 
Why? Because we believe the only thing that's going to change people is having a relationship with Jesus. And you have right. a choice. I'm not going to force anybody. We're not like wrapping people up in zip ties and making them pray the prayer. <laughs> Putting a hood over their head, throwing them in the van. <laughs> we don't lock the doors at the church. Right? You hear what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. People have a choice. You get to choose. That's why the Bible says, choose you this day whom you shall serve. Hey. We don't lock the doors at the church and not let you out. We're not trying to brainwash anybody and tell somebody, you still can choose. You can choose whatever you want. You can choose to hate me or love me or anything else. You can choose to listen to this or not. I want to get in the cloche well before we go because people need to know these things that are going on. Now, this is what's coming. You know, I'm going to bring up the Biden thing, and while you're pulling this up, you don't want to have to pull up the Biden thing in here. But, you know, they found even more classified documents with Biden. It's amazing that they sent a full-on raid into Trump. And I'm not trying to pick a side here, because it's not a side thing. It's about righteousness. I don't agree with everything Trump does either. That's going to make some people upset. That's all right. Because I know. I don't agree with everything that he did. I think he made the biggest mistake in the world by leaving past administrative people in place. I think he should have fired everybody on day one. Yeah. And then on top of that, he should have never done anything with the vaccine. But they appealed to his pride. Do you want the felony on live TV? No, I don't need to do that. Felony one. I don't want to do that with him. I want to do, you know, the Klaus Schwab thing where on WEF because that guy irritates me. But I'm going to talk about Biden for just a second while you're pulling up the Klaus Schwab and just let me know when you're ready for his right. video. Because he's warning us of what's coming. He's letting everybody know what's going to happen. Pay attention. That, listen, I, in 2010, and the Rockefeller Foundation put out a whole article on lockstep, and they did everything on lockstep in COVID that they said they were going to do. I warned everybody with that in our fellowship. I had them all read that. All of our leadership read the Rockefeller lockstep so that people understood that I wasn't just being a conspiracy theorist, you know, Whoa, bubblehead. Bobblehead. Bubblehead or bobblehead? I don't know. Bubblehead. So anyways, so Biden here is saying that this found even more classified that they that he said he said the White House didn't know that they were actually going to do an investigation. What do you mean they didn't know? They called for an investigation on Trump. Well, they didn't know there was going to be an investigation on Biden. So now the Dems are coming out, and they're saying, we think somebody planted those there. Well, who planted them there? Because the only people I know that plant things and do fake dossiers and everything else are that side. But you know, I'm not saying the Republicans are innocent. I'm just saying right. that these guys are coming out now and saying, oh, oh somebody planted them there. Well, yeah, Joe Biden planted them there. <laughs> they were in his file cabinet. You know, and he was he was comparing. He said he said, well, well, bro or dude or man, well, man, I lock up my Corvette in the garage, so therefore I also lock up the classified documents. What? Why do you need them? Why jail them? Not supposed to have. Them. But is he going to be indicted over this? Is he going to be? What's going to happen? You know, fine. They're gonna they're gonna impeach him. No. What are they gonna do with the guy? I don't. It it just amazes me. The rules for the are not the rules for me. Right. So we got Klaus Schwab here. W E F. 
You good to go? Yeah. Let's go ahead and play that before I run out of time. Efficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, what? transportation, what? hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack which will bring to a complete power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance. So anyways, there's a little warning of you what's coming. A major cyber attack. They just kind of laid it out. I listen to these guys because these guys are in cahoots with one another. You've got the United Nations, the WEF, and you have the eugenists. And the eugenists are Bill Gates. Bill Gates is a eugenist. Rockefeller Foundation. Uh, Soros, all of them. They've got to get rid of people. In 1970, did you know that there was a there was an interview put out? I can't remember the guy's name. I wish I could remember the names better. That talked about how the government can change, how they can change uh, the population through media and through punishment. In other words, tax people that actually have kids and put limit how many family uh, kids are on family shows. Uh, all that. Anyways, it's just amazing to me that people, they, all this stuff is out here for you to do. All we do is put everything together. Uh, E-cars on average require 20 kilo, uh, was it KGS of cobalt in their batteries. Cobalt is harvested and mined by children and low-status persons in the Congo, Zambia. That is true. That is true. Probably should figure out where the source comes from for your, you know, environmentally free, you know, environmentally safe car. What do you do with the batteries after they go bad? It doesn't matter. They're going to have a cyber attack anyways. Then your car won't work. I got this old Ford. It doesn't run off of a computer. That thing, I'm still going to be able to drive around. I can render like a pig and put it in the tank and it'll still work. Well, praise the Lord. This is fantastic. Well, so glad you could join us today. I've got like four minutes left. I've talked about pretty much everything I want to talk about. Yeah, like three minutes. Huh? Yeah, we got like three minutes left. 
Oh, kids are going out of school, by the way. Did you see that? Did yeah. you see that article on KTU News that they're concerned? Because parents are pulling kids pulling out, kids out, out of by record number. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Shut down the public school system. Make it so that the teachers' union is broke. That'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? It'd be great if there was no teachers' union. And then they couldn't influence government in any way. And then you've got, you know, FTX and all this stuff that is going on. Uh, you know, they got fined. Let, let me tell you, they didn't get fined. They just put that in a different account. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I can go on and on and on with stuff that is on here. It's amazing to me. It's amazing the amount of stuff that there is that's out there. Sometimes I get a little overwhelmed weeding through everything. But I want to give people hope today that you're not without a God that loves you. And he has a plan for you. And it's a perfect plan. And for those of you that are looking for hope, just cry out to God. He'll give you wisdom on what to do and what not to do. Now's not the time to run out of the state. Now's not the time to change it from Idaho, you know, Oregon to Idaho, the greater Idaho. And I know that's game movement. But everybody's looking for the comfort instead of the fight. And when you've got to have a fight to be able to have the comfort. Comfort didn't come because somebody didn't bleed for our country. World War II, Lori's grandfather fought over in uh, Germany. And then I had a grandfather who fought in the Philippines. And there was a heavy toll that was taken in World War II. World War I. Civil War. Horrible things happened in Civil War. And somebody had to bleed so that we could have comfort. We live in one we live in the greatest nation on the face of the earth. And I That does it for this episode. And if you're interested in connecting with a community of like-minded people, please go to our website at www.therivernorthwest.com, Facebook, or download our TRC smartphone app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. If you like what you've been hearing today, I encourage you to go to wherever you're listening to this and leave us a review so we can make the show even better for you. Thank you for listening. And as always, speak the truth in love.